This is On Target, a look at politics, crime, education, what's happening in Newfoundland and Labrador with the people who know. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station. And now your On Target host, Linda Swain. And good afternoon. Welcome to the program. Richard Duggan in today filling in for Linda Swain, who is evidently uh, hosting on target this week, filling in for Patty Daly. So uh, on today's edition of the program, we're going to take things and we're going to go to the town of Gander and check in with the mayor out there. That's Mayor Percy Farwell. He's on the line right now. Mayor Farwell, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Richard. And well, I guess just to start off, how are you and how are things going right now in the town of Gander overall? Uh I'm I'm well and uh, things are going uh, well overall in the town of Gander. It's uh it's uh very encouraging after, you know, two or three years of uh slowdown in activity certainly for the the sorts of things that we're used to seeing here, which is usually particularly summertime a lot of traffic and a lot of, you know, convention and special event activities and all these sorts of things and basically, you know, anything that involves people congregating is uh we're we're used to having a lot of, and we haven't had much in the last couple of years. But but things uh, things are very uh, they seem to be wrapping up very rapidly, and there's a lot of activity around this community, and it's a real nice, energetic uh, buzz, you know. And we're looking forward to, and uh, we've had some exciting stuff happen so far this summer, and uh, we're looking forward to a to a busy summer, and uh, and, uh, and like I say, enjoying enjoying a return to a, a reinvigorated normal. Do you feel like there's a, a different feel around town or a different kind of buzz now that things are kind of moving back to normal for the first time in a couple of years? I think there really is. You know, I think there's uh, there's a lot of pent-up energy, a lot of, a lot of pent-up demand for travel and so on. A lot of people that were, over the last number of years, had been making plans to either host events or to come visit us and so on that have obviously had to put those things on hold. And that combined with the province's promotion of this year as a come home year and and uh, that sort of thing i think is uh, you know we're we're uh, we've got a really uh, it's a pretty good jump start i think back into the uh, the reality uh, that we uh, that we have all been uh, pining for over the last over the last few years but yeah i think that there is a different feeling and people are just happy to be able to get out you know and and we're seeing a lot of them so what sort of things are going on in the town of Gander this summer? What sort of events are the is the town putting off and uh what can some people who go out to Gander do? Well, there's there I mean, you know, Gander is Gander's a, a hub for uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things for people to see and do in this in this region. Uh, the tourism product is in the whole region is quite good. Specific to Gander, of course, is is a lot of uh, emphasis on our aviation history, which is kind of unique in the in the Newfoundland context, as as we like to say, we're an airport, not an outport. Um, so uh, you know, we, we've uh, we, we've uh, got that um, you know a lot of things going on in that area over the summer. We 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 have you know our traditional festival flight is later on uh, the summer, and um, and uh, you know we had a lot of a lot of activity uh, built around that as as usual. There's one thing that's going on right now actually is we're we're in a, in a competition under uh, the uh, Sirius XM Music Town uh, contest. That, un- unbeknownst to us, we were nominated as a uh, as a, a candidate, I guess, for to host um, host a, a concert sponsored by uh, sponsored by Sirius XM, and uh, 
and I think there were maybe 400 communities across the country that were nominated, and Gander has found itself in the uh, in the top 16, in the top four in uh, Eastern Canada, and uh, um, and uh, the finalists in Eastern Canada being uh, Summerside, PEI, Miramichi, New Brunswick, uh, Cornerbrook, and and also Gander. And now there's an online voting thing going on that. Uh, Whoever uh, who are successful will get to host a, a concert by the Arkells uh, here uh, later on. Uh, I think it's I, I don't know exactly the date of the concert will be, but anyway. So we're uh, eagerly encouraging people to go online at uh, at uh, Music Town www.musictown.siriusxm.ca and follow the uh, instructions there and. Uh, Please vote for us if you uh, if you can, and you can vote every day, once a day, up to uh, July 11th. And we look forward to hosting a group of people here for that. Um, we've got uh, we just had, as you may be aware, well I know you're aware because there were some people from VOCM at the event. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <coughs> we just had the uh, the official reopening, I guess, of our. Uh, iconic international uh, air terminal at Gander International Airport, and uh, it's uh, it was a, a beautiful event, and it's a beautiful uh, place that has been uh, made available now once again to the traveling public and the general public and the local citizens for that matter, and is available for events and and uh, and general general visitation. There's some great uh, interpretation there of Gander's history and so on, and a chance for people to literally walk into what what could be described as a, a time capsule of the uh, of uh, of uh, modernist architecture um, and we're told the finest example of it in in Canada right and uh, and I know in the couple of days it's been open since we did the, the launch I, I was up there yesterday and there was a lot of people in wandering around in the space and so on and enjoying it so we see it as a real generator of traffic really and uh, you know if, whether you just want to go up there and reflect and look at some of the uh, interpretation and have an ice cream or whatever or host an event or a wedding or whatever you want to do up there uh, I think it's a great opportunity for people to see something that hasn't been uh, hasn't been available really for almost 50 years into the general public so we're kind of excited about that we have our normal uh, you know we have a lot of uh, the aviation museum here has uh, has a lot of uh, tells a lot of the history the North North Atlantic aviation history uh, that Gander is uh, so integral in and we have, you know, our sites around, like the Arrow Air crash site and so on, that a lot of people like to come and uh, reflect at as well. And, of course, we get a lot of visitation. We continue to get a lot of visitation as a result of the uh, uh, the uh, proliferation of productions of, of Come From Away that are taking place around the world and uh, and are really motivating a lot of people to come specifically to Gander and area, uh, looking for stuff to do and mostly looking to meet the people and, Get a feel for what it, what it's like here and what it, maybe it was like here uh, 21 years ago. So we continue to see people on a daily basis, basis walking into the town hall or all over town that are here for that experience. So we're really excited about it. And we're really excited about being a being a hub for all the uh, great attractions and and uh, points of interest that are around us. You know, and we really encourage people to. You know, not just come and see Gander. We'd love you to come and see see us here, of course, but uh, we encourage you to come and explore our region because it's a really special region that sometimes gets gets lost in the you know between the 
uh, Cape Spear and the Gros Morne, somewhere in the middle. A lot of a lot of what's here tends to get lost on tourists, and when they do come here, they realize what a what a special area it is and what a worthwhile visit it is. And Mayor Far- Farwell, I I just wanted to mention because you said uh, that the town is still seeing the effects of "Come From Away," and I know that uh, that run their run on Broadway is set to end this October. Um, I I guess you know for the town that is so big in that story, what, what does it mean for you to see that end uh, after so long now? Well, uh, you know, all productions must come, must come to an end, and, and actually, the the Broadway production is coming to an end. Uh, there are still productions running elsewhere around the world that are that are that will continue, and and who knows what what the future holds for the production, you know, uh, and where it might uh, surface again. I would point out that uh, another thing that I neglected to mention earlier that's quite important is uh, is that the you know professional cast of Come From Away. Uh, will be coming to Gander in uh, in September and we're doing three shows here in Gander on September 13th to the 15th. At the we're, we're converting the Steel Community Center into a into a performance space for the concert version of the Come From Away musical, which uh, a pretty I, I, if it's not already sold out, I suspect it's pretty close to it. We're we'll have three showings of maybe 2,500 people per show, and uh, really looking forward to uh, seeing that show performed. Back here again, the uh, the uh, the Broadway cast came here and performed it at the Steel Community Center uh, before they opened on Broadway. And uh, now, I guess as that's coming to a close, we're having it's not the same Broadway cast, it's a but it's a uh, professional cast, mostly out of Toronto, I believe, that will be here doing the uh, doing the show for three days uh, come the fall. And we look forward to uh, you know uh, a busy few days there, as a lot of people from the surrounding area and around the province and out-of-province visitors, I guess, who are timing their visits accordingly, will uh, will get a chance to uh, see a you know a, a Broadway, a professional uh, caliber production of uh, Come From Away right here in the in the area where it all uh, where the story all originated. So we're certainly excited about that. We're speaking with the mayor of Gander. That's Percy Farwell on today's edition of On Target. Mayor Farwell, we have to take a quick break, but uh, we'll be continuing this conversation when we come back. Join us for On Target, one hour in which Linda Swain examines topics that mean the most to you. On Target, weekday afternoons at 1 on your VOCM. And we're back here on today's edition of On Target. I'm Richard Duggan filling in for Linda Swain today. And today we're speaking with the mayor of Gander. That is Percy Farwell. And Mayor Farwell, just before the break, uh, you outlined a number of... uh, uh, different events and things that are going on in the town of Gander now heading into the summer and even into the fall. Uh, the one thing, however, that we didn't mention that uh, uh, is very important to a lot of communities this summer is come home year uh, celebrations. Uh, what's the town doing on that front, and uh, did the town get any of that uh, that come home year funding from the province, and how will that be used? We, we did, and we're, uh, we're very, very pleased to have had it available. It, it has helped us really... Uh, Enhance uh, what we're what we're doing for the summer, particularly around our, our festival of flight and so on. We're uh, we're we'll be hosting. I think of, of interest to um, to people will be the uh, we're having a um, uh, a drone show, a lit drone show, a professionally produced drone show here uh, later this summer, which I think will be of uh, interest and, and very exciting to see for uh, uh, for uh, visitors that might be uh, might be coming here. Uh, to share some time with us, and uh, that was, uh, you know, we we got some funding 
to help uh, to help us bring that uh, bring that here. Uh, we just recently um, unveiled our uh, progress sign uh, on the Trans Canada Highway, which is strategically located on a, on a trail that connects the uh, Tourist Information Centre on the Trans Canada with the um, uh, North Atlantic Aviation Museum, and it's a uh, you know one of these large progress signs with the appropriate inclusive colors and so on on the large uh, gander in our case gander lettering and so on and uh, it's it's incredible the attention it has uh, drawn and the response it has received we've had that we posted on our social media and I think it's it's reached something like uh, 50,000 uh, views now and there's over a thousand likes and so on so these all these metrics are point to it being you know having some impact but well I think what the biggest impact it has is here locally people in the various communities that are that recognize a, an outward sign like that as a as a symbol of the uh, inclusiveness and the uh, you know diversity of our community uh, are very uh, pleased to see the open expression the open permanent expression of that uh, here in the community and uh, you know we we've We've always, in the last number of years, flown the uh, Pride flag, for example, during during Pride events and so on. And we're working with our you know, Indigenous community on a number of initiatives, and we're working with our Muslim community on initiatives and so on. But I think something symbolic like that, uh, like that sign, is uh, really resonates with a lot of people. Perhaps more so than we even realized it would, you know. But and it's really heartwarming to see people uh, that obviously are very thrilled to see it down. Uh, getting their themselves photographed in front of it and so on, right? So it's uh, we're really excited with that because I think it's it's a statement about the type of community we are, the type of community we seek to be, and and uh, and that is one that is you know inclusive and diverse and progressive, and uh, and uh, it's uh, it seems that we've created a, quite a point of interest uh, for people coming to our community, and of course a, a point of great pride for people living in our community, which we're we're proud of. Mayor well, I do want to sh uh, switch gears a little bit now. And, um, you know, looking, I think one of the big themes uh, of this summer for not just Gander, but I think a lot of uh, communities across the province um, is the theme of, I guess, recovering from the pandemic now as, as we are in the first real normal-ish feeling summer that we've had in a couple of years. Um, as Gander looks towards the recovery from the last couple of years, how are things shaping up? Or, or do, are you starting to see some of that, I guess, economic recovery now from the strain of the last uh, two years of the pandemic? Yeah, we certainly are. I mean, and, and you know, I think, uh, I think, to be honest, I think the, the recovery seems to be occurring perhaps a little more quickly than we were anticipating, which is a very good thing. I mean, <clears throat> we're in the, we're, the type of community Gander is, as I, I think I said earlier, you know, we, we a lot of the economic activity here revolves around people being able to travel, people, people being able to congregate and, you know, to have meetings, special events, tourist visitations and so on, and aviation-related activity. And, you know, like flights coming and going and people on them and so on, right? So, so all of these things were, these things were among the hardest hit uh, throughout the pandemic. So Gander, uh, you know, uh, accordingly was was very hard hit and, and uh, you know, there was a very noticeable lull in activity and a lot of concern about how, you know, how quickly things like like those sorts of meetings and events would, would you know, start up again and how quickly the, 
you know, the aviation sector would recover. There were some proje projections and still are some projections that, you know, the aviation sector will be probably, it'll probably be 2025 before it's fully, you know, recovered and, and, and reestablish itself as to where, uh, where it might otherwise have been, but for the pandemic. Uh, I think we're seeing perhaps that coming in the aviation sector and certainly aviation-related travel coming back more quickly to the point, to the extent that I think what we're also seeing is that, you know, the airlines aren't able to keep up with it because they may be misjudged in terms of because the, they all had to scale down and everything else during the pandemic. And I'm not sure they were, given the delays and challenges we're seeing across the country, I'm not sure they were ready for the recovery to be as swift as it was either. So uh, hopefully they get that ironed out uh, before before too much longer. But we, we, we you know we're certainly seeing encouraging signs in the aviation sector and and uh, air travel. Uh, we're certainly seeing it in the meetings and special events. I've you know I guess I, I'll probably start seeing it on my waistline because because you know as as the mayor of the host community for a lot of these provincial events. Uh, it, it, I find myself at a lot of head tables, <laughs> so, so, uh, so, and I'm finding recently that there's a, that activity, which there was essentially none of for a couple of years, uh, is is certainly returning, and uh, it's great to be able to get out and greet people and meet people and mingle with people from around the province and so on. And you know, I guess I just have to up my exercise regime if I'm gonna offset some of the uh, the roast beef dinners that I'm, <laughs> I'm eating as a result. But it's, uh, you know, that's all very encouraging. And looking around when I go into these venues, like the hotels and so on, that were, you know, all but mothball during the uh, during the pandemic. And now seeing, you know, particularly seeing the staff that are working there and, and realizing that all these people had serious interruptions in their lives and in their employment and their, you know, their economic situations and so on throughout the pandemic. And uh, seeing all these people busily providing service to these events again is—it's uh, very encouraging, right? So, uh, you know, we've—you uh, know—the sooner we get back to normal, the better. And it seems like we're—we're we're certainly moving that way in an accelerated way. I think people are are ready to continue being, you know, safe and sensible about viral transmissions and that kind of stuff, but also very much ready to to put this behind us and, and move on, recognizing that there will always be another pandemic. There will always be other situations where we will have to do the responsible things to keep each other from getting sick. But uh, but I think people are more than ready to move on and, and, and get on with their lives and maybe make up for some of that last time. And tying into you with that uh, accelerated recovery that you were just outlining, of course, uh, would be the economic benefits that would come with that. Do you think that the recovery and the way that's going now, uh, you'll be able to see those positive effects, say, on the town's budget uh, when it comes time in December? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know about directly on the town's budget because, I mean, most of the impact is on, uh, is on the, you know, the businesses in our community that certainly – Make their make major contributions towards the town's budget, but we're not going to we're not going to jack their taxes up just because they're doing better this year. But uh, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, you know, so so yeah, but yeah, but to answer your question, yes, because because what we're seeing in you know now that the the the, the breaks have been released, I guess on on what has been a fairly rapidly growing economy here in Gander over the last number of years, you know, and uh, in terms of population and, and business growth and everything else. We're very fortunate in the Newfoundland context to to be a very high growth 
area. There's a lot of positive things going on. So, and that all means, you know, the attraction of more people living here, which we've seen, we've seen a 23% population growth here in Gander over the last four census periods, while a lot of areas have been experiencing decline. So, so we're seeing that we're seeing, you know, more people moving in. And as a result of that, of course, more, more businesses moving in to take advantage of those market opportunities and that are created by the additional people and so on. And those things do translate to the bottom line of a municipality. So we certainly see, we certainly see it as a positive. Uh, we know that you know in the past couple of years we've had to be very conscious of of the struggles everybody's having, including including municipalities. I mean, our own our own cost structures have been impacted. Our own revenue streams have been impacted because we haven't been able to operate normally. And I put it, putting that in quotes. Um, and you know we've had you know our, our in order to deliver the services safely and so on we've had to you know make some operational changes that have in some cases cost cost a bit more to do and so on right so that would certainly you know as those pressures are relieved and those uh, constraints are, are released uh, you know we're we're better positioned to uh, perhaps more cost effectively deliver some of the services we've been trying to deliver uninterrupted throughout the pandemic so yeah I see I see it as being a positive for the uh, municipal budget, some of it directly, but a lot of it because, you know, the, the constraints on our progress have, have you know, have been released to a degree and uh, and things are moving ahead again now. We have, a, you know, a, a growing uh, mining um, sector here in, here in the region and certainly here in Gander as well as one of the major service centers in the region. We're seeing a lot of activity there, a lot of a lot of money being spent and a lot of contractors getting good contracts and a lot of people getting good employment and so on. All, the, all these things combined uh, bode well for, uh, for the, your, your municipal budget and your municipal operations you know, going forward. We're speaking with Mayor Percy Farwell on today's edition of On Target. Uh, we'll be back right after this break, and we're going to continue this conversation when we come back. Got plans for midnight? Bring your VOCM along with the best soundtrack for every night, anywhere. The VOCM All Night Show, midnight on your VOCM. We are back here on today's edition of On Target. Richard Duggan filling in for Linda Swain. Mayor Percy Farwell of the town of Gander is on the line. And Mayor Farwell, just before the break, you touched on something pretty interesting there that I wanted to circle back to. Uh, you said that over the last uh, couple of census periods, Gander has actually seen a growth in population where uh, the rest of the province has been seeing what, what's been a well-documented population decline. Um, wh what do you attribute that to, to the fact that Gander has been able to grow its population Population when the rest of the province seems to be seeing this decline? I think there's a few things going on here. I think, you know, we, we're, we, we are a pretty progressive community and we try to, you know, we're, we're trying to think outside the box as much as we can and so on. But I think realistically, a lot of what's happening is because of the, because of the service center we are and the enhancements that we've seen to that over time, whether it's you know, uh, retailers making decisions to to set up shop here, or or various government services, health services, these sorts of things. We we are seeing, you know, which which I guess many of the growth centers in the province are seeing, uh, except we're probably seeing it on a, to a larger scale. Uh, we're seeing some centralization. We're seeing some centralization of of um, of uh, seniors, for example, and there's an, uh, a lot of investment made in this community in the last number of years in in per personal care homes. 
um, uh, seniors' cottages and so on, which we have, you know, in, in a number in the hundreds here now. And we just had two personal care homes built here in the last, and one, well, one is still under construction now, but, uh, you know, in the last, uh, what, four years or so. so. So there's a bit of centralization that as people come to centers like Gander, because of the services we do offer and the, and the recreational opportunities we offer and these sorts of things, uh, people are centralizing a little. Uh, or a lot, I guess, really, and uh, but we're also seeing younger families moving in here. You know, there's 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 uh, there's some activity, some employers coming here, like the mining sector being one. Uh, you know, that are, that is attracting people to a place like this. Uh, we're seeing a number of young families, for example, of, of rotational workers that are that are relocating from other communities in the province. And of course, that's that's you know contributes to the decline in population of some of these other communities and uh, and enhances. Uh, the population here, where we're certainly aware of that, but we see ourselves as being mutually dependent on the surrounding area in that respect. And uh, you know, because we're here with the with the type of community we are and the services we provide, we're able to provide and the amenities we we have or that we attract and the retail we attract and so on. It's it you know it keeps people at least in the neighborhood in terms of. Uh, maintaining, you know, uh, su sustaining some of the smaller communities around us, and some of them may be moving their families in here, but maintaining homes uh, in the community they came from as well, and and still managing to spend some of their incomes there and so on. So, so we're seeing that we're seeing young families coming here, we're seeing seniors coming here, we're seeing, I mean, we're seeing an increase in our school population, you know, and uh, and uh, and we have two brand new schools here that we're very appreciative of, but they weren't built just to you know, make the mayor happy or any of these sorts of things. I mean, these, these schools are being built because others are recognizing the, the, this demographic shift and the fact that we have demands for, for these services and these facilities, and they are servicing, uh, well, in the case of the schools, they're primarily the town of Gander, but we're some of our facilities, like our new track and field facility that we're trying to get completed now this summer, uh, that's a regional facility that's of great benefit to Everybody in the region, the town of Gander is the owner and, and operator of it, but uh, you know it's not it's not uh, to the exclusion of everybody in this region who might want to avail of a facility like that that didn't exist in this region before. So uh, so we're seeing some of that stuff, and and I mean that in itself, these sorts of things. When you when you have a, when you're recognized as a community that is that is doing its best to and and successfully. Uh, uh, accomplishing it uh, to you know to provide the the best services we can within of course within the fiscal constraints we all have uh, it becomes an attractive place to to move to when you're looking at options whether it's retiring or starting a family if there's employment available and so on right so so I think we're seeing it from uh, from a number of different angles and I think it is sustainable and industry is what drives these things frequently and mostly I mean there's the shift of seniors is one thing but Things like the mining sector, I think we're seeing increasing uh, movement of people into community around that sector and so on. And that will be hopefully a fairly long-term thing. You know, the, the results are very promising right on our doorstep here. And we, I guess we provide the type of community that a lot of people like to live in. And, uh, and uh, but the, that job is never done. <laughs> we always have to uh, stay in tune with what the, uh, what the needs of that community are, and, and try to be uh, do our best to be providing the things that that amount to good quality of life for the residents. Because at the end of the day, I mean, 
the role of the municipality can be stated as simply as that, you know, as looking after the well-being of those businesses and individuals who live there and, and, uh, and uh, you know, providing the, the quality of, of life and uh, quality of experience in the case of businesses uh, that, they, uh, that they need to, uh, to, be, to feel welcome and to, and to stay. Mayor Farwell, uh, we've touched on it a couple of times now over the course of uh, the last half hour or so, um, where we've talked about the importance of the aviation industry in Gander and, and the important role that plays in, in the community. Um, and as we've been seeing uh, from reports across the world right now, there's sort of a, 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 an interesting situation with the airline industry as the flux of demand sort of <clears throat> spikes uh, now as people are looking to travel over the summer and, and uh, issues with airlines are being highlighted. Is Gander seeing sort of the impacts from that uh, coming in? Yeah, you, you mean the, seeing the impacts of the of the challenges the industry is having in, in getting it back up to speed? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I think we are. I mean, you know, like every airport is, we're seeing a lot of delayed flights and these sorts of particularly coming in and and uh, cancellations that kind of stuff and many of them many of these things are as a result of some of the challenges the industry are facing in being able to keep up with the pace and so on right and and uh, so yeah i think i think we're seeing it to a degree again it's it's encouraging in the sense that perhaps the recovery i mean my my and i don't I haven't done any scientific analysis on this or anything but it appears to me that the industry, because they had to ratchet back so much during the pandemic, that you can't just throw a switch and suddenly uh, be able to accommodate, you know, uh, pre-2019 levels of activity. And I'm not sure they were anticipating having to do it as quickly as they probably are having to do it. So I think, you know, that's something that's a challenge the industry has that they that they have to resolve. And I we have to trust that they will get those things ironed out because... I mean, I've traveled myself recently and experienced that where, you know, a, a flight canceled at the last moment with, you know, no warning at all because of a crew issue. And, and then you get you finally get on the next flight the next day and, and you're waiting on the uh, on the ramp and uh, the pilot says, you know, we're delayed a little while because we have no ramp attendants to come and put the luggage aboard and we have to wait for them to be available. And so these things are and we've seen the pictures of Pearson Airport with all the all the baggage piled up in the arrivals area around the carousels and so on. So, so you know, I think the industry is 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 being challenged to uh, to uh, meet the uh, meet the pace of the uh, of uh, you know this this reinvigorated uh, uh, industry. And uh, perhaps are caught a little off guard in terms of the pace of the recovery. So, and yeah, we see it like we would see it here, like in a lot of places, you know, with flights being delayed and canceled and frustrated people around and that sort of stuff. We're not, we're certainly not immune to that. <clears throat> we uh, we would always like to have better connectivity, better service here, and we're always talking to the airlines about that. We believe there's a very strong market in Central Newfoundland that. The, the airlines, either deliberately or otherwise, are trying to, or are, are seeing it being farmed off to airports east and west of us. And uh, when, when you know, at, at the inconvenience of the traveling public who who want to come here and want to leave, for, you know, travel from here for their work or for their pleasure or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's interesting times in the air, the aviation sector and. Uh, and I think they need to uh, they, they need to get on with it and, and 
and catching up. And I guess, you know, that industry is probably no different than a lot of other industries that are challenged with human resource issues today. And we're, we're you know, we're kind of reaching, we're, they were at that point before the pandemic, and then they laid everybody off, you know, and, and some of those people moved on. So uh, it shouldn't be a shock to anybody that there's that there's some issues there, but hopefully they can be resolved because, uh, you know, we're all we're all better off when that industry is working, is running smoothly for sure. Mayor Farwell, we're up on our last break of the day, but when we come back, uh, I want to look ahead to the fall in Gander because uh, there's a big hockey game coming to town. We're going to talk about that coming up next. Take a break. Join us weekdays from 1230 to 1 p.m. as we discuss anything and everything that's happening now. It's all on the table during your VOCM lunch break. And we're back here on On Target. Richard Duggan filling in for Linda Swain today, the mayor of Gander. That's Percy Farwell is on the line. And Mayor Farwell, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, big announcement, uh, big hockey game coming to the town of Gander now in the fall. Uh, the Habs and I believe the Sens are going to be playing. Uh, how big of that, how big is that for the town? And I guess what needs to be figured out now uh, on the town's end for this to happen? Well, it's it's an interesting uh, scenario, really, because as as you're <clears throat> excuse me as you're probably aware, the reason uh, this hockey game is being hosted here is because uh, our you know one of our uh, uh, lovely neighboring communities of Twellingate uh, was successful a couple of years ago in the Craft Hockeyville competition, which brings with it an NHL preseason game, and the, the facility in uh, in the Twellingate wasn't able to accommodate that game, so. Uh, the NHL reached out to us as to whether we were prepared or able, uh, or they they came and determined we were able, <clears throat> but whether we were you know prepared to uh, host this game. So we're more than happy to to see it take place in our community. I mean, in fairness to the to the good people in Twillingate who who's you know who's who's uh, who are responsible, I guess, for the game being here at all. Uh, you know, there's uh, the first dibs at tickets and so on for it will be, you know, and the ticketing and so on will be managed through the uh, town of Twillingate and not the town of Gander for, for obvious reasons. But uh, it's a big deal, you know, the two, two NHL hockey teams coming to town for a few days, I guess, practicing a bit, playing a game and so on, and hopefully getting out and about and doing some, uh, doing some you know, public relations type activities and meet and greets and so on that we'll, we'll try to work on with them. Uh, it's 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 good stuff. It's good stuff for the region. It's good stuff for the, you know, certainly good stuff for the people at Twillingate, and we really congratulate them. And and we, and I, I can only speak for myself and and many of the people I know. I mean, we spent a lot of time voting to make sure uh, Twillingate was was successful. And and there's a really neat uh, connection actually between uh, Twillingate's arena and the town of Gander because the arena that they that you know part of the prize is going to be fixing up in Twillingate is was a former hangar building in Gander that was dismantled and brought out to Fogo and turned into their, uh, sorry, to uh, Twillingate and uh, turned into their arena. And now we have this connection where an NHL game that is, you know, that they have the right to uh, to host will now be hosted in our new arena here while they, uh, you know, set about upgrading the the other arena, which was a former building here in Gander. So it all comes how- for, It all comes full circle. Shows you how how interconnected we all are, right? And how interdependent we all are. And and uh, we're delighted that uh, Twillingate is getting the recognition as the winner of Craft Hockeyville, and we're obviously delighted to be able to host this hockey game. And and 
and uh, you know, and any activity that comes around it, we'll certainly be, you know, uh, doing whatever we can to uh, make it a good experience for for the NHL uh, as an organization for the for the two teams and and to do Twilling Gate proud as as you know, helping them host this uh, helping this host the event. And I imagine as well. Uh... You know, having this big hockey game to come to town, I guess uh, you 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 might expect to see some uh, tourism benefits from that as well. I, I'm assuming we would. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the building will be full, obviously, for for the game, the day of the game, and you know, many, if not most, of those people won't be from won't be from Gander, probably, because, like I say, it's uh, you know, we're we're hosting the game in our facility, but it's it's really Twillingate's game, and we I think we should all recognize that and. And congratulate Twillingate on, on having the event, even if even if the actual game is not being uh, played there. And but yeah, I mean, it'll uh, and just the 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 buzz around town of having all these people here, and you know they'll be staying here in the hotels, and and I would expect or hope there will be you know opportunities for some meeting and greeting and some exposure to those teams, and you know outside of being able to attend the actual game, which will obviously have you know a certain number of seats and that's it, right? But uh, so yeah, it's it's uh, it's a great buzz to have them have them here. We look forward to hosting them, and who knows, we might lay some groundwork for some for stuff down the road too. It's not, it's certainly not outside the uh, uh, outside the realm of possibility for us to certainly try to pursue something along those lines. Mayor Percy Farwell, we're out of time for today's edition of On Target, but I thank you so much for taking the time out today uh, to speak with me and share some of what's going on in the town of Gander. It's uh, my pleasure, Richard, anytime. Awesome. That's Mayor Percy Farwell, Mayor of the town of Gander. Uh, I'm out of time on today's edition of On Target, but thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll be back tomorrow uh, with another episode. Have a great day, everyone.